Jesus did not say, come Peter. He said, come. There were 12 people on the boat. When he said, y'all don't hear me. They all saw the same thing. They all saw Jesus walking. And Peter said, if it's you, tell me to come. He didn't say, come, Peter. He didn't make it exclusive. He just said, come. And Peter was the only one with the faith enough to say, I don't know what y'all going to do, but I'm the exception. I don't know what they told you, but I'm the exception. And when Jesus said, come. One out of 12 got out of the boat. Pastor Mike, what are you trying to say? All this stuff that I'm talking about, crazy faith and baby faith and maybe faith and wavy faith. It's not exclusive. If he would have said Peter come, then we would have known that the miracle was just for Peter. Up there, they don't believe me. Look at it again. Just look at the scripture. And and Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come onto the water. And Jesus replied, What he say? Come. And the problem with most of us is come is not enough instruction. We see Jesus in the water. He's you know it's him now, and he's saying, Come. And you you want to be safe in the boat. Because this is where Peter, James, and John is. This is where all my friends are. This is where every other pastor lives. This is where every other church does. They just believe for multi-location. No, we were believing for an arena. Why? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- be- because God told us to get out of the boat. And my question to you is, will you go on a come? The saddest part about this story is that only two people walked on water. Only two people had wavy faith. Jesus and Peter. When that day, 13 people could have been walking on water. My question is, will you sit in your Christian life on the boat and God says, come, and you choose to stay in the safe faith? Because y'all know that Peter is not delineating himself from the world. Because most of us think, oh, I ain't going to be like the world. I'm going to get out of the boat and I'm going to walk for Jesus. No, no, no. Everybody on the boat was a Christian. Everybody on the boat was a disciple. And Peter was the only one out of people who believed in Jesus, saw miracles, walked with him. He's the only one that had the faith. To walk on water. Today, I'm here to declare to you that if you want a safe faith and you want to live in the boat, you might need to find another church. Because Transformation Church has heard come. And I believe that there are a thousand people in this room and watching online who believe that that's all we need is God to say, come and we gonna get off the boat. If you believe it in this room, will you give God a shout of praise that he's worthy of? Standing all over this building. But 
some of y'all are like, but what if he drowns? But what if, no, 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 no. Y'all come get back in the boat. Didn't nobody tell you to leave, disciple? Get in the boat. I want you to see this because most of us stand here and we stand debating. We stand in fear. Well, what if I, and I drown? The thing is that Peter, when he stopped, stepped out, he was the exception. And we don't know how many steps he took, but he had steps. I bet he was looking back like, and then some more winds and waves came and he took his eyes off of Jesus. And isn't that how it happens when God blesses you with the promotion and now you're so worried about meetings that you take your eyes off of, that you're so glad now that you're in a relationship, that the relationship who prepared you for the relationship, which was with him, you have no more time with. Whoa. And everybody now gets thrown off, of course, because they took their eyes off of Jesus. But the crazy thing about wavy faith is that in perspective of who can save you, like when you say safe in the boat, all your faith is in the boat. So if the boat turns over because of the storm, you're not looking to God, you're looking to the boat because that's where your faith was. So you start drowning and you're looking for the boat. What if the boat breaks? What if it it can't save you? The thing that Peter had that nobody else had is he had closer proximity to the one who could save him. So even if he sank, because he had faith to take some steps, he was closer to Jesus saving him than everybody who was still in the boat. Listen to me. What do you have to lose to step out and walk on what God has called others to drown in? What does it take for you to step out and believe that my son is going to be the exception to what the doctors say? What does it have to step out? Hear what I'm telling you. He starts to sink and the grace-filled Jesus looks at him and says, oh, Peter. Come here, boy. You still don't have enough faith. And doesn't condemn him. Doesn't scold him. Doesn't say, because you sank, now you will live this out. We don't talk about him drowning as much as we talk about him walking on water. Why? Because it was the thing that nobody thought could be done. There are people drowning who ain't never done nothing miraculous. There are people drowning in depression who ain't never done anything. That, and God's saying, why don't, you, why don't you step out? Everybody say, step out. Peter steps out. I, I have one question. How many people drowned that day? Nobody drowned. But only one person, other than Jesus, walked on water. Could it be that on the come, if all of the disciples got out the boat that it still would have been the same outcome? That that day none of them would have drowned? Could it be that God brought you to this place and all he's saying today is step out in wavy faith. Well, if it's you, Lord, tell me to come. Here is your prophetic word for the day. Come. Come. 
Come, hands lifted up all over this building. Father, I'm thanking you that every person under the sound of my voice who's watching this online, who's in the one o'clock, who's in the five o'clock, whatever area of our life that you're telling us to come, come deeper. I thank you that we'll listen to you. Whatever you're telling us to stay in, I thank you that we will obey you to stay there. Whatever you're telling us to leave, I thank you that we'll do what you say. Father, today, your faith for us to walk on water is not exclusive. And I'm believing that somebody will believe in this place that they are the exception. God, if you didn't do it for anybody else, I thank you that you're doing it for us, Father God. I thank you're doing it for this church. We will live on wavy faith. We will not stay in safe faith, but we are going to get out of the boat and we are going to come. Father God, thank you that your grace is there to catch us if and when we fall. And today, Father, we don't put our faith in the boat, not another day, but we put our faith in the Savior. Change us from the inside out. Make us have faith to believe you, and we will give you glory, and we will give you honor, and we will give you praise. If I got a thousand people with wavy faith, will you give God a shout of praise in this place? the presence of God in this place. I don't care where you're watching this from. This message marks a decision that either you're going to live in the boat or you're going to walk on the water. If you're in this room, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Or if you're, or, or if you're watching online, and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. It's time to get out the boat. You've been in isolation. Going around the lake of sin by yourself alone. And God's saying, hey, can, can I be your captain? Can I come and lead you and direct you into the places that I'm not saying no storms will come. But you, you'll be able to know that I sent you into them. And even if I didn't send them, I'll use them. And I'll get you out on the other side. Will you come let me be your captain? It's the thing that took me from being addicted to pornography, a liar, a manipulator, not to a perfect man, but a progressing man. And I'm telling you today, Jesus wants you to give him the ability to be the captain of your ship. Would you just bow your head and close your eyes? If you're in this room and you want to make that decision on the count of three, I want you to lift your hands because we're about to pray a prayer of salvation. There's hands already going up. One, today is the day of salvation. Two, you're making the greatest decision of your life. Three, lift your hands all over this place. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. In the other services, I see you online. God sees you. Put your hands down right now. I want to pray for you. And at Transformation Church, we're a family. So nobody prays alone. Let's pray this together. Say, God, God thank you thank for being the captain of my life. Today, I surrender my life to you. I believe you live, you died, and you rose again with all power just for me. Today, come in and change my life. Renew me. Transform me. I'm yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we celebrate with dozens in the room and with heaven? Oh, come on, y'all.